Hello, everyone. I'm Bree. And I'm JD. And you're now listening to Calm Diaries. Please know this show is explicit. We will discuss sex and other shit. So kiss the kids goodnight, lie down, relax, and enjoy the show. To get into it, we got to have some foreplay. Where is the strangest place you've had sex? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the strangest place I've ever had sex was in the cemetery. <laughs> the was cemetery. The what I said made you horny. Please tell me. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't like, oh my god, fuck me in the cemetery. It wasn't that. Okay, first of all, I was a teenager. And you know, when you're a child, you got to be very creative of where you can have sex at. Mm-hmm. And so, me and my boyfriend wanted to have sex so bad this particular day. It was broad daylight. And we literally, like, we was driving around trying to find somewhere. We were near um, Rebault High School area. And there's a cemetery. <laughs> there's a cemetery over there. And we went into the cemetery Parked the car and we got it on. Girl, I don't know. I mean, this is weird. <laughs> For kids, like, you know, access to sex was little to none when you were a child. That is true. So you get it where you can. You get it where you can. You get it. I think that's why when you was a teenager, sex was more thrilling. Because it's like, okay, where are we going to have sex at this time? How long do we have before we get caught? Versus as an adult, I'm not into public sex. Because if you get caught having public sex, you can and will be registered as a sex offender. Sex is that good, okay? Yes. So, yeah, I'm not really on that no more public sex. But when you young, wild, free, and stupid, oh, my God. We have no knowledge of the world and the law and you're just listen ignorance can be bliss now so am i still stupid because i do be having sex in public places (laughs) (laughs) when i come i'll come okay thank you you (laughs) but just so we clear your ass gonna be registered as a sex offender Well, see, it's public, but it's not public. In it's, the car? Uh, just... Like, okay, so I was at a museum with my boo, and we had sex in the bathroom at the museum. Public. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely public. Yep. Public. You would be like sex offender. It was good, though. But you know what? I had a plan. I had a plan. If we get caught, I was going to pretend like I was sick and he was helping me. Oh, you know, well, you know, that wouldn't work for me because I have no survivor skills. So <laughs> I don't like I have no survivor skills. If I was to get caught, it would just be, um, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I, <laughs> on my feet like that. And it's like after the fact, when I sit and process things, I'm like, dang, I could have responded this way or dang, I could have did this. Like, I, I have no survival skills. If, if this is a scary movie, I'm totally the first one to die or get killed, rather. Nice. For sure. Uh-uh, okay, so <laughs> your turn. What's the strangest place you ever had sex? Uh, the strangest, I guess. Yes, it 
was when I was younger in my teenage years. And me and my boyfriend at the time, it was Mardi Gras season. And we were at the parades. And again, like in you Orleans, said. In New Orleans? Where? Not in New Orleans. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we were downtown and it was the parade going on. Like it was Fat Tuesday. Girl, we went to this uh, abandoned building. Well, no, I'm lying. It wasn't an abandoned building, but because it was the Mardi Gras, it was just closed. But the doors were still open. So we went in and we had we had did a 69 in the live okay, right in so the light. And it was a camera right like pointing at us that I did not notice until after. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like what if we get recorded? What if like they tell our parents? Like I was so nervous. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous about being called after that. Okay, but so that never happened. Let me just just to get the visual correct in my mind. Mm-hmm. When you say abandoned building, I'm thinking about cobwebs everywhere, nope. dust nope. everywhere, old broken furniture. So, so remember, I changed the word abandoned because I think it was just closed down because Mardi Gras was going on. So, okay. so I don't know for some reason the doors to the lobby were still open. <laughs> and so, pulling on random doors. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just like you said, when you want it, you want it. And when you don't have that much opportunity, you figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we went there. And people was, like, walking by. So, wait. It was a glass it. door? Yep. <laughs> wait a minute. So, wait, okay. So, what, so is this is this Fat Tuesday event at this, yeah. in this secret city, right? This Fat Tuesday <laughs> event in this secret city. Was it? Is this nighttime? Broad daylight? <laughs> It was a, see, I think what it was though is that even though the windows were made of glass, I don't think you could see inside unless you like went close to the window and peeked your head right up to the door to the to the surface of the window. Okay, one of those. Got yeah. It. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to bring in Mardi Gras. <laughs> cool. So that was actually a really good for a play question. And it's going to bring us right into our sex for tonight. So talking about issues with your partner is definitely the best way to solve problems in a relationship. However, there are some topics that are just so hard to bring up. One for sure is sex. Like more specifically, the sex is whack. So do you tell your partner or suffer in silence? If you do tell, how do you do with that without making them feel some type of way? Wow. (laughs) I feel like that is really hard because, again, you don't want to hurt their feelings, especially if they feel like, oh, I know I'm hitting it right. Oh, I'm I'm hitting it good. Say my name. Like, and then you're like, nigga, it was whack. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's important to be open and honest and just tell them specifically what it is that you want. I am so notorious for having, I guess, what I'll call after-sex check-ins. Girl, every time after I have sex with my partner, I'm like, okay, so how was it? You're doing aftercare. I I am. I am. How was it? Did you like it? What was your favorite part? 
did I do better? Like, if he corrected me on something earlier or in the previous um moment that we had sex, I'll say, so did I do that better this time? Like, I'm asking a million, gazillion questions right afterwards. So saying that to say, no, I don't think you should suffer in silence. And I feel like suffering in silence could potentially lead to resentment because it's like, okay, I hate when you do this to me or you hate that I'm doing this particular thing or I don't do it the way you like it or it's not right or whatever. And so now I'm just building up resentment about wanting to have sex with you. Or now I'm always making up an excuse as to why I don't want to have sex with you. You right, you're not, yeah, you're not sexually satisfied or I'm building up the courage to step out on you. Exactly. Exactly. So it was one, one time we had sex or actually before we were getting ready to have sex, like I was feeling on his penis and like I was just kind of playing with his penis his, and whatever, just kind of rubbing my hand along the shafts and just like playing with his balls and so, like, he sit up and he was like, Bree, can I just tell you that I absolutely hate when you do that? And I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he was like, he was like, I don't know what it is, but, like, you you be playing with my dick like it's Play-Doh. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, dang, so this whole time, that's how you felt? And he was like, no, you don't do it every time. But sometimes you do do it, and that's why I wanted to bring it up now, because you're doing it now, and I don't like that. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to lie. Initially, I felt like, dang, like, why he didn't been telling me something or whatever? Like, has he been feeling this way? But then, like, literally, I only felt that way for, like, a minute. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what? Show me how you want me to do it. Because you said I do it sometimes, and sometimes I do it how you like it, so... I need you to show me right now exactly how you like when I do it. Like, guide me. Show me how you want to be pleased or whatever. So, I started playing with his dick again. And, honestly, even now, I still don't know what I did different. (laughs) (laughs) But he liked it. And we had sex after. And it was some good sex. So, saying all that to say, I did not take it personal. Uh, I was glad that he was able to tell me that he did not like what I was doing. And I was glad that he showed me what he did like and how to do it correctly because I'm a lear- I- I'm a pleaser like show me like uh uh-uh, uh ain't nobody else about to please you for me show me how you want to be pleased so I can do it I agree communicating about sex definitely increases the intimacy and it can bring y'all closer you know and of course you're going to experience more pleasurable sex so speaking up for yourself is the better oh. option than to suffer in silence so, like, I always like to tell people and myself, for every negative, follow up with two positives. So, for example, you can start off by saying, if this is your situation, I don't like how you suck on my click. It hurt. It's painful. But I love when you stick your tongue inside of my vagina. I love when you finger in my vagina as you are sucking on my clit. So you see you had that negative and then you go into two positives versus I don't like when you suck on my clit. That shit hurt. You do it too hard. I hate the way when we do doggy style, you pound on me like you a dog in heat. That shit hurt too. You need to slow your ass down. So it's like when it's negative, don't do negatives back to back to back to back to back. Negative, positive, positive, negative, positive, 
positive. So that gives your partner the sense of, okay, so they do like what I'm doing. They are enjoying sex with me. It's just these areas I can improve. I can, you know, be better to give them a more pleasurable experience. But then the person that's receiving the message, you cannot be in your feelings. Ego, there's no room in the bedroom for ego. So you can't be spiteful. Okay, well, if you don't like the way I suck your click, I don't like the way you suck my dick. That shit ain't, don't feel good either. Like, okay, are you being spiteful or do you really feel that way? So the receiving partner definitely have to make sure um, they aren't being ego-driven and they receive the information and they take heed to it. All right, so let's say I'm comfortable telling them but like how exactly would you tell your partner so like because you know like you said like sometimes we could be ego driven sometimes we could be like or we might just sit there and suffer in silence or whatever so like how would you set the scene for me or someone to tell their partner great question i think the best way is over an activity you both can enjoy, like playing a board game, playing cards, maybe bowling, but definitely not an activity like doing a movie because you have to be silent the entire time. So, no, True. don't Netflix and chill. Don't go to the movies. Have snacks that you both enjoy or food that you both enjoy, whether you cook or y'all do takeout and bring it back home. Um, you can go somewhere y'all both like, so it won't be awkward to have the conversation. Communicate what you want and how you want it. Actually, well, definitely, when you open up that door, make sure you know what you want, too. It's one thing oh, to say. that's a good point. Yeah, it's one thing to say, I don't like the way you give me oral sex. Okay, well, how do you like it? And then you like, mm-hmm. well, shit, I, how do I like it? So, right. Even if you probably, because let's say, because it's some listeners that have been with their partner for years and they're used to having sex with this person. So even if you are confused about what you don't like or what you do like, you can say, well, I know for sure I don't like it and I'm unclear of how I would like it, but I would like to try it this way. I've heard conversations about people I'm having oral sex with a peppermint in the mouth or ice rubbed on me or maybe we can have a vibrator I saw on this porn x y and z and I want to try this so even if you're unclear at least throw out some suggestions of what you would like to try and then teach them how to please you during demonstration so when you are actually having sex and whatever whenever you get to that moment oh this is it this is it they're about to eat me out I don't like it I don't like it Instead of focusing on so much of your dislike, use that moment to teach your partner. Okay, babe, slow down. Stop. Give this more attention. Okay, okay, I like the tongue thing you're doing. Keep doing that. Stop. Like, so coach them through it. So at least in that moment, they'll know and allow them time to find a rhythm. Don't sit there. Okay, stop. Go left. Go right. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let them find a rhythm of whatever it is, whether that's oral sex or a penetration. Let them find that rhythm, but coach them with love and go from there. What about you? What do you say? Well, I like that you said um, communicate what you want and how you want it. 
but know what you want first. So I think that was really important. So if I know like for me and my partner, we watch porn together. And we do that more so because it's kind of like a way for us to be like, oh, I like how he did that. Let's try that. Or like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not like a, well, I guess you do have to be comfortable with your partner to watch porn with them and stuff. But it's not an awkward moment for us to sit there and kind of talk about the things that we like or the things that we want to try. So I think that could be a good way to spice up the situation too, watching porn together and trying new things like that. And that that can also help you figure out what you like. And then you have to just be open to the feedback or the suggestions that your partner is giving you. Like don't, don't shut them out or whatever. Just be open to trying it. But also you have to be patient with your partner while they're learning. Because for example, if your partner loves receiving head, but you may not be the best at it, and they tell you, you know, let's watch porn so you can see how these girls do it on here or whatever. Like, that's how I like my head. And then you're trying to emulate that, so to say. You know, your partner has to be patient with you as you're learning, too. So I think that's important in the process. You know what? I also believe, too. Um, and I'm totally speaking from the female's perspective because I'm a woman. To my ladies out there, have sex for you. Be celibate for you. A lot of times women have a hidden agenda. And of course that hidden agenda is to lead to marriage. So for example, you may find a woman who's like, oh, I'm not having sex until I'm with my husband. You are well within that right to do so and set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Then a man comes along saying all the right things, doing all the right things, and you want him to be the one. You want him to be your husband, and you're sexually attracted to him as he is to you, but you set this boundary for yourself, and <laughs> you know he wants to have sex. So you're having sex for him, and you're going against yourself. Because for whatever reason, maybe you are afraid that he would cheat on you. Maybe you're afraid that he's going to get it from someone else, that he's going to leave you, won't be interested in you. So then you start to have sex, but you're not, you're there physically, but not mentally. Because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I promised myself I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex with anyone until I'm married. Now look at me. So that can that can be a direct connection to you believing the sex isn't that great or him. He can feel that the sex is not great because remember energy cannot be created or destroyed. It's transferred. So if he senses that you're not present in the moment, he's not going to enjoy the sex either. So that's not something that you can necessarily teach. You have to be present and doing it for you or to the flip side of that, maybe you um you do want to have sex but you're not that sexual person you are completely satisfied with missionary (laughs) (laughs) that's fine however if your partner have a higher sex drive or a bigger sexual appetite than you y'all have to find a y'all have to find a a medium or it's not going to work and You can't put people in a position where, well, if you love me, no, sex is important. I can't speak for the masses. It's important to me, and sex is highly important to a lot of people. So 
in the beginning, I think that's really something a lot of people should really discuss and find out because sex can be, it can be a deal breaker. It can absolutely, I can, I can honestly understand people who have called off marriages, who have divorced, who have ended relationships due to the quality of sex. I can understand that. I, I would probably be that person. <laughs> <laughs> that does that. Get your mind out of it and have sex for you. Enjoy it. I mean, hell, girl, you already naked. He already humping on top of you. You might as well enjoy it. Don't just sit there and let him hump all over you. Enjoy it. You're there. <laughs> Relax. I agree. I agree. Having sex for you is definitely important. Like, I mean, even going back to the whole communication part, like, I think it's super sexy to be assertive during sex. Like, let him know, like, no, I want you to eat me right here or put your head down here, suck on my titty like this. Let me put my titties in your mouth. Like, tell him what you want. But, of course, be sexy about it. Like, don't sound like a drill sergeant. Like, you want to, you know, put some sexiness into it or whatever to make him want to do it. Like, I don't know. I think you just gotta be sexy make it sexy um get positive feedback when they do do something that you yes. like but and make that sexy too oh babe that feels so good oh touch me right here oh my god I love when you do this to me like be sexy about that put on your little sexy voice whatever oh bringing all right so we're giving out really good tips but I mean, of course, this sounds like the perfect scenario. Let's do a role play to give our listeners a taste of Ooh. how this could possibly sound. So we're going to switch so they can see your style and then they can see my style. Right. Okay. So you want to go first? I'll be the guy. Okay. Okay. So you're you're telling me that you don't like sex with me. Okay. Okay. All right, so we just had sex, okay. and here I am <laughs> doing my little check-in. <laughs> so, boo, how did you feel about sex? Like, what did you like? Did you even like it? That shit was good. I mean, I know I did my thing. I know I put it down. I heard you went there. Uh, 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 uh. I was like, chill, chill. So, I did like it. I mean, I love when you was eating my pussy. Oh, my God. That felt so good. But, <laughs> but you know, one thing I did not like is when you were on top of me. What you didn't and, like? Wait, what? You what know, you, you have, like, when we, were, when we were in missionary, but then you, like, lifted my legs up, like, by my face, by my head, and then you just start pounding. I do not like that. Man, what you talking about? I ain't never get no complaints. What you mean you ain't like that? I was so, putting you down. <laughs> so, yes, our sex was great. Don't get me wrong. But just that little part right there. So maybe next time going forward, um, I guess just be a little bit more gentle when we do that. Because gentle? when you pound like that. You mean that, you weren't telling me go harder. What you mean? <laughs> Not when we in that position. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I ain't never had no complaints. There must be something wrong with your coochie because I ain't never had nobody tell me they ain't like that. I mean, I okay, know I put well, that. I'm not some other hoes that you fucking. I'm me. So <laughs> I need you to focus on pleasing me right now. I don't want to hear about what you did with your other hoes or who told you what. But when you're having sex with me, I'm telling 
you, sweetheart. <laughs> I don't like when you found me in missionary and you like. And what I'm telling you, I ain't never had no complaints. I don't know who the other niggas should be messing with, but this the real deal right here. I know I put it down. You ain't gonna tell me that you don't like my sex and that my shit ain't good and that you don't like my, the positions that you asked to be in. Okay, boo. You know what? Maybe we're not sexually compatible. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sitting, I, no, seriously, I'm trying to tell you how I feel, something that bothers me during sex, and oh, I feel like you're not you listening to me. Dick. Okay, you don't like the way that I put you in that position. I don't like the way you suck my dick. Now what? You gonna change that? Okay, now I feel like you're just being spiteful, because I know you love my head. You always asking for it. Well, I asked for it, because it's, it's, what else you gonna do? Oh. <laughs> what else? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm really about to beat your ass right now so I think we need to end this conversation <laughs> okay and see so uh, seriously uh, it, it can't get nasty in that way and the person receiving the feedback can definitely not receive it well and they absolutely can reflect on their past sexual encounters and tell you that they never had any complaints but if you are that person that receiving person don't ever tell your current partner you never received any complaints because here's why a lot of women again i can only speak to the woman's perspective for this um piece a lot of women do not tell their men mm -hmm. they don't like the sex that is a difficult mm -hmm. situation because of that because of the male ego so damn fragile and how dare we tell you you're not performing so you'll be surprised men how much we really don't like what y'all do but who's going to tell you, I love you. I don't want to hurt your feelings. But right. at the same time, I'm not, you're not doing it for me sexually. Um, so it's, it's, it's very important if you are, especially the men, take your ego out of it. I personally, I was one of those women who did not speak up. Because at the time, up until this particular person, I honestly never experienced low quality sex. Even when I was with this person, I was young, early, I'm not even going to say the age, but I was, I wasn't a teenager, but <laughs> I was, I was a little younger. And when me and this guy got together, we actually had good sex. I came all the time. It was, mm -hmm. it was actually really good. However, his penis was extremely small. And for me, I am a penetration girl. It's nothing like that pain, pleasure feeling I get from penetration. So for me, a small size penis will not work. How do you tell someone their penis is too small? I don't know. I, but because at the same time, wow. like, yes, like he look, he literally made me moan genuinely. I was not faking. I always had an orgasm. I always came. I always got wet. Like, none of those things were an issue. So, was it, it really that his penis was yes, too small then? Yes. Yes. When it was time, because remember, too, I'm also, if you can talk me into an orgasm, you can talk me into an orgasm. That's why True. talking 
sets and dirty talk is so I love it. I have to have it. That's a part of having sex with me. You have, I do not do silent sex. If it's silent, I don't want to be there. Like, let's just stop. So he could talk <laughs> me through an orgasm. But when it's, when it's wanted, when I was wanting or yearning for that pain, pleasure from penetration, never got it because it wasn't there. It wasn't nothing to be painful. So... I so even yeah. That is a really good point. Like, how would I tell somebody that? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I I can tell you, I don't like the way you pound me. I don't like the way you lick on me. I don't like. I can tell you all of those things, but as far as size, I'm at a loss, and I can't even sit here and pretend and try to come up with something to tell y'all. But that is difficult. Especially but you know what, though? Knowing me, I feel like because, like, I would have been a felt on it just randomly anyway before we even got to the sex part, I probably would have made my decision from there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are growers, not showers. That's true. But you can tell, like, even, like, when you start playing with it and it started getting hard, and I'm like, okay, what the rest of it is? <laughs> I don't do that. Like, if I'm playing with it, it's go- it, it needs to end inside of me. Mm. I'm not going to play with it and be like, okay, put your clothes back on. We're done here. No, I mean, like, even just in a flirtatious way. Like, let's say y'all in public and you just, like, playing with his dick discreetly before you get to the sex part. So, like, if y'all are at a bar and you, like, touching on his dick on the side, you feel it getting hard then. You know what I'm saying? But going back to earlier, I have no survival skills. My brain don't think that part of me. <laughs> I have no survival skills. I don't know. Because I feel like even with, even with, let's say, a woman who doesn't produce enough or a lot of cervical mucus or vaginal fluid. So, for lack of better terms. She's dry. Well, excuse me. I was me. just about to say, can we please break that down so they can understand? <laughs> yes. Not for lack of better terms, but for lamest terms, she's dry. You can lube that shit up. You can go right. and you can, even though lube is used for um, a lot of, it serves a lot of purposes, you can definitely use lube for that reason, for a dry vagina, and you can lube it up and have a party. But for length, I don't know. I think the only thing that saves guys who have a small penis, well, a smaller penis than what the woman would prefer, is if that woman truly enjoys or prefer clitoral or um, orgasms. So if you a guy that has a small penis and you end up with a woman that loves clitoris stimulation, as long as you got a good vibrator and you are an amazing head giver, you might be good. But then if you encounter someone like me, that's all about penetration, you might be in trouble. (laughs) You might be in trouble. Um, So, okay, so let's switch, and I will show you all how I would give feedback. So, we're home playing a card game, Uno. So, we're really into the game. Boom. They just hit me with a draw two. Oh my god, you put a draw two on me? You ain't getting no coochie tonight. All right, so let's go, babe. So the other day 
when we was having sex. That shit was so good. Really? What you liked about it? I love my favorite part was when you flipped me over and we did doggy style. You know, I really enjoyed that pain pleasure. Yeah, I was kind of in no good time. Uh-huh. You know you like that shit, girl. <laughs> uh-huh. It was real good. It was real good. But I, it was good. And of course, I had a massive orgasm. Yes, you did. Okay, now I just really. <laughs> you know, I, I got this man Dingo over here. <laughs> You're being spiteful. You're trying to get me back. <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't like the part, you know, when we was on oral sex, you were sucking on my clit so hard, like, I thought it was going to fall off at one point, but, yeah, baby, why you ain't say nothing? I was trying to, because it was like, I was trying to enjoy the pain, but it was too painful, but I did like when you moved down more and you started to actually lick and suck inside my vagina and when you put your fingers inside and you came back up and you was like sucking on my click or licking my click with your and while you're a finger me at the same time that was really really good that was really good but yeah you sucking on my click that don't do it for me damn and to be honest with you though baby i really don't like sucking on your vagina you know, I just do it because I know that make you feel good. Thank you, cause thank you. But I do like when you lick on my ass. That was like, I love when you eat my booty. Like when you put your tongue in my in my asshole. That's like, oh my god, I love 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 that. And then you know, right? We got into our penetration when I got on top. The way you got inside of me, I felt like my whole body just melted. It was amazing. So. I had Damn, a really- so the only thing you don't like is my head, basically, like when I when I suck the clit, my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, it, it's it's too hard. So, you know, just focus on you can lick it while you're fingering me. And I like when you put your tongue inside of me and then you start sucking on my booty and putting your tongue in my asshole. You know, you just keep doing but that. I absolutely hate doing that, yo. I really do. <laughs> And I get that, but the reality of it is I don't enjoy giving you head. That's not my, you know how I feel about sperm. Wait, and wait, 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 what? Now, you know I love my head. You know I love I when do. you love my dick. I do. That's why I still give you head to please you. However, if you notice, I never let you come because you're not putting that shit in my mouth. I don't want to taste it. I don't want to look at it. I never let you come because I don't enjoy giving head to the I'm not no I'm just no damn baby but I love that shit so so what what do we do man because you like what I don't like I like what you don't like like what we gonna do I think maybe we should find other methods to do it where we can enjoy it faster so maybe next time instead of you actually sucking on the tip of my clitoris we can use my vibrator, my small vibrator, and put it there while, you know, you can just give me a little bit of tongue action on my vagina. And then maybe... All right, all right. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah, and then maybe for you, I don't know. What do you think you would like? So, like, what, what can really, like, you know, get you there with head? 
Well, baby, I mean, I know you don't want me to skid in your mouth. Well, what about you just suck on the balls a little bit? Because, you know, I think that should be sexy. I can do that. Oh, and I got this, Um, it's called a helping hand or a pussy pocket, a pocket pussy. And if I loop it up and I put it on your dick. And Wait, hold on. It, Where you get that from? And why you got that without telling me? I'm your man. I went to a sex party and I got it. I meant to give it to you, but we ain't never use it. So I can use uh, see, it. We're going to have to talk about that. We're going to have to talk about that. You got sex toys that I don't know about. Okay, well, we probably can use it tonight after I kick your ass in Uno. Okay, okay, cool. I'm ready for that. All right, so that was more... <laughs> Thank you, Brie. You were so nice. I was so mean to you, but... <laughs> 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 so that was a great um, conversation. And again, this is this is perfect scenario, but you did have to where, one, the partner did not receive it well, and this one, the partner received it better and they both came to a resolve and come to find out it was something that she did to him that he didn't like so that opened up conversation and it gave an option to explore pleasure more so now we can introduce toys to get that same effect but not necessarily make the person work so hard to get you to that climax that you enjoy so you find, you know, other ways to spice it up. That's why talking about sex can increase the pleasure for both. Agreed. Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead and switch positions and see what our Facebook friends had to say. When asked on Facebook, okay, so your partner sucks in bed. Do you tell him, her? If so, how? One of our friends said, I would coach them during and if they get frustrated, I'm going to leave them. Being coachable is important in all aspects. You want to go first, Bree, or you want me to go? Well, I'll just comment and say that I absolutely love the fact that this one of our followers said being coachable is important. Because when we did our role play, clearly you had an ego. You were not coachable. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like how and then you see how you know you all see how that ended I was like well damn maybe we not sexually compatible like I don't want to have sex with you no more like I was ready to fight your ass because it's like <laughs> I'm trying to tell you I'm trying to communicate with you and you like nah fuck them I, I ain't never had no issues all my hoes love my dick and I'm like nigga it's not about your hoes it's about what I'm telling you so yes being coachable is so important to me I feel like if we are grown enough to communicate how we feel, then it just would be so much more easier if you can actually accept what I'm telling you and then you work on it. Again, I don't expect you to, depending on what it is, I don't expect you to just improve on the very next time. But over time, I hope to see some kind of improvements because you're actually trying to listen to the feedback that I initially gave you and you're trying to get better and you're trying to work toward pleasing me. That means everything to me. That in itself is sexy to me. And now I'm going to want to fuck you even more because I know you're trying to please me. Agreed. Agreed. Um, again, even though this Facebook friend said, um, if you can't be coachable, then I'm going to leave you. To some people, it's like, damn, you really going to walk away from a good relationship because of bad sex? Yes. It's, yes. It's that serious for some people. It's absolutely yes. that serious. And... We can't, um, we can't stress enough or emphasize enough. If you are the person receiving the feedback, it's not a bad thing. 
you know, earlier or all throughout the show, we've been referencing the actual act of sex, such as oral or penetration, but we never discuss being sexy, facial expressions, moaning too much, screaming too loud, doing too much. That can turn somebody yeah. off. You know, yeah. I know for some men, they don't always want to have sex when we have our bonnets and our scarves on. Sometimes right. we take that shit off, you know. Um, sometimes, depending on your man, he may be a lingerie type of guy or a nothing at all. Listen, ladies, sometimes take a little extra few minutes in the shower, shave, moisturize your skin, put on some good smell goods. If he doesn't care about lingerie, you know, make sure you have on some cute panties, a nice tight fitted tank top or a t-shirt. Still comfortable but sexy. Don't walk around with them damn holes in your socks and big old, you know, grandma gowns or moo-moos all the time. <laughs> you know, give I agree. You know, so guys, same thing. We don't want to see y'all with holes in y'all socks and underwear. Take your time in the shower. Moisturize your skin when you get out. Put on some smell goods. Brush your teeth. Don't come at me without that with that all day breath. Okay. Brush your teeth. Floss. You know, be sexy. Even even hygiene is sexy. And so even if it's something like that, practice. You can coach yourself first by practicing spend some time you know, another thing i just thought about women are scared to say too it's like not enough foreplay like sometimes we don't want to yes. don't just lick our pussy and then jump right into sex like be slow with it like 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 jazz is saying like if you're gonna take the time to put on lingerie and do all this other extra sexy shit i want you to completely enjoy, enjoy it. it yes yes like, let me dance for you. Yes. Right. Right. Like, I don't want to jump straight. Don't just rip it right off of me. Like, you know, a, a form and of intimacy. Yes. Uh, yes. That is a form of intimacy. Like, just admire me for a moment. Like, make me feel like I'm that bitch. Like, ain't no bitch touching me right now. Or ever. Hell, ain't no bitch touching me. But make me feel that way. Make me feel that way. I want to be the queen of the night. I a thousand percent agree. Little things like that. And sometimes, too, sex, bad sex isn't always subject to the actual act of sex. It can be boring. We all know <laughs> right? <laughs> traditional exactly. sex, oral sex, going to missionary, the girl get on top to ride, finish off doggy style. Okay, that should get boring sometimes. Switch it up. Switch up the yep. order. Do 69, maybe just do, now nah, this would never work for me, but just do oral sex that night. You know, maybe try anal. Now, if you do try anal as the woman, make sure that it's the last sex because you do not want to mix up fluids. You don't want fecal matter in your vagina. So make sure that's the last right. act of sex. Um, but Try different things. If you never did lingerie, try lingerie. Yes, take your time. Put on a full face of makeup. Get sexy. Put on some lingerie. Have sex with your man and <laughs> clean your face off. You know, like you have to spice up some things. You know, maybe buy a pole, a swing. Do a new toy. Use a new toy. Some new lube. Spice it up. Spice it up. Um, But yeah, coach yourself first and definitely be coachable. 
just because no one has never told you does not mean you don't need improvement. We all can use some improvement because everyone is different. What worked for your last partner may not work for your new partner. So exactly. Let's do another one. We oh my god, we never did two before. Someone else said, simply inform said partner and try to guide them to the path of enlightenment. I can't expect to be pleased a certain way if I don't speak up and give the partner a chance to correct their mistakes for my sexual health. I absolutely love that response. Because how are you going to, it's one thing to be dissatisfied. It's another thing to not speak up for yourself and then you seek other options such as cheat. Or you develop an addiction to porn and masturbation. You know, if your partner don't know you're not satisfied, you can't expect them to magically improve. Especially if you're not satisfied and you faking your orgasms and faking your moans. Right, like that's miserable. I mean, that's honestly a miserable sex life. Like, you're not speaking up for yourself. It's, it's just like you're being so fake. And then you could be leading the other person on, making them feel like they're just doing the best of the best. And you over here wishing you with somebody else sexually because you're not I getting agree. what you want. And always remember, I love to use this analogy. If you both are taking the time out to make dinner, it's no reason why one person should enjoy dinner and the other person should not enjoy dinner. And while you're having your dinner, you can absolutely pick around your plate and say, hmm, this steak is a little dry tonight. Mm, mashed potatoes, it's kind of watery. It's not that much flavor into them. Maybe next time add this or let's stop and get some salt to spice this shit up. Sometimes during the act, you have to give correction so that you can enjoy the food. But if you're if you decide to just sit there and eat the food, a.k.a. the sex that you're not enjoying, then be sure afterwards do your aftercare and talk to your partner. Hey, I love this, but I didn't care for this. Maybe next time we should try this. All right. So, again, there's no reason why you both should make dinner and only one person is enjoying it and the other person is just sitting there picking over it. I love that analogy. Me, too. Okay, so if you'd like to read more responses or share your cum diaries with us, like our Facebook and Instagram page at cum diaries and email your diary entries to cum diaries at aol.com. And remember, that's cum K U M. Wow, that was a great orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not done yet. It's time for some aftercare. Your wants and desires may change. So it's important to constantly check in with each other to discuss what pleases you so that your partner will not just be good at sex, but good at pleasing you. All right, y'all. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. Again, I'm Bree. And I am JD. And thanks for tuning in to Calm Diaries. Good night. Good night.